Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Stad the Ego Project, where each week we'll be discussing ego, enlightenment, and other cool topics, previously known as other cool shit, but iTunes brushed it because of the swear word in the description, so had to change it up. Anyways, the description isn't the big, the big deal. Anyways, I'll probably change it again. <laughs> uh, the the main fact is that I deliver quality content for you each week, and I plan on doing so, and I will hope I've done so, and I plan on doing so now and in the future. So, this week's episode. First of all, quick recap of my week. I flew down flew down to Sydney from from Brisbane. I'm living in Brisbane now on on Thursday to speak at a high school, Crookwell High. So I flew down to Brisbane on Friday and then drove to Crookwell, which was about two and a half hour drive. And driving, I love, I love, you know, people always ask me if I'm over, you know, traveling because I do a lot of traveling with my speaking and I'm not, I love, I love, it's obviously I get to, you know, impact a lot of audiences and, and create some, you know, some big shifts, but I also love my alone time. You know, people think that, you know, speaking, you know, I do, I speak to big audiences, but I get a lot of alone time. You know, I'm flying by myself. When I get in a car, I'm cruising by myself. It's just time for me to to reflect, time for me to go within and get some insight and just do a lot of thinking or even lack thereof where I'm, where I'm even doing some active meditation. So I love my alone time. My, re- my reading, obviously can't read while I'm driving, but listen to podcasts. I'm hoping you guys listen to my podcasts. Well, you obviously are because you're hearing this. <laughs> well, I hope you're listening to it while you're driving and stuff. Well, just listening to it full stop. Anyways, that's not the point. <laughs> what I'm getting at is I love my alone time because I've, I've, I use my alone time to, to better myself, to better my mind, and just to escape the, the, the hustle, really, the, the franticness of, of uh, getting amongst other people and other energies. You know, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love connecting, but I also love my alone time. So anyway, so I, I had that drive to, to Crookwell, and arriving at Crookwell is like a small sort of town, if you can call it a town, I don't know what it is, yeah, a small sort of town, and I was speaking to years seven to ten, so it was about 300 odd students, and it was for their week, their, oh, what was the week called? It was the Good Vibes Week, <laughs> and, and when hearing that, the, the Good Vibes Week, when hearing I, I was invited to speak, it, I was super pumped, because that's exactly what, I, what it's about, is spreading good vibes, and, and rocking up to the event, all the teachers were wearing, wearing fluoro, fluoro colors and dressed like unicorns and even the students were, were heavily involved in it as well, wearing some really funky outfits and, and you know, often I go to different events and I'm, I'm pretty sensitive to energies and I, rocking up to this school, you know, I could just, you, I could just feel it instantly that it, the supportive and, and high frequency of, of this school, like everyone was buzzing and, Students were waving high and, and kids were talking with each other and the, and the teachers were buzzing and the principal came out and, and I met him, but actually he introduced himself, but told me he heard me speak at his school that he was at last last year, which was great. So, and yeah, I could just really feel the buzzing energy and I was super excited to get into my talk. Getting into the hall, set up and the students started rolling in. It was Mufti Day for this Vibe Week and all the students were wearing funky stuff as well. A bit of a hustle and bustle with the students getting in, of course, with 300-odd students, you know, pushing each other, um, trying to get their best seats, whatever. So they all sit down and then bang, I'm on. And my, my, opening, my opening sentence is a big one which captures their attention. And, and from there for the next, well, yesterday's talk went pretty big, pretty long actually. Sometimes I get deep in different things and, and yesterday's talk went for, for about 90, 90 minutes. And for the whole time, I just had 
you know, complete, complete connection and, and eye contact from their students. It was great. You have some big questions at the end as well, even from, you know, majority from, from year seven students. These, some of the questions were deep, really deep, which I love. I love hearing questions at the end because it gives me some insight into, into their insight, <laughs> which is really cool. A teacher asked a, a bit of a funky question as well. Well, not a funky question, a good question. And her question was, you know, you've, you talk about, you know, being, being content and, and you're loving your life at the moment and, and, and you want these students but as well to, to set big goals as well. She goes, what, what are some of your big goals? And, uh, and I love that. I love that question because the students, you know, yeah, okay, what's this guy up to? And I, I saw their thinking, you know, my big goals, I, for the past, what's it been? It's been 10 years now of being heavily involved in the hustle of business and like, yeah, just business making. To, to be honest, I grew up poor. So my idea of success was making money. And, and so I've been really driving for these past 10 years just to try and make money and, and get heavily involved in business and become successful, so to say, you know, and hustle, 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 waking up early. You know, I love my, my early moments, but waking up early, hustling in the grind, you know, and networking and just all this hustle. And to be honest, I'm over it. <laughs> the hustle, I'm over the hustle. I'm over the franticness of business. I'm over the grind. You know, and I think you know, a lot of you listeners can relate to that because you're listening to this podcast. You know, this, this podcast is a lot about enlightenment, spiritual development, obviously personal development as well. I still want people to kick ass. However, I think you guys that are listening as well want to uh, more... Your priority, I feel, is your is your peace of mind, your mindset, and your your enlightenment and your journey towards getting to know yourself. That's why you're listening to this podcast and insight, even. So, I'm sure you can relate to my my statement that I'm over the hustle, I'm over the the bullshit, really. And so, when she asked me my goals, like, what do you want? Like, you know, automatically people are thinking, you know, what's he want out of business, or what's he want out of, you know, what house he want where. And my, I told her, I explained that, you know, obviously I still want to expand on my speaking and I've got big goals with events, which I'm, I'll talk about in a second coming up. But my main goal, my overall goal is to detach from the hustle. Just so don't get me wrong, still work hard and still, but my priority now isn't business, isn't making money, is it is my peace of mind. And, and so how I'm doing that is, you know, I moved away from Sydney no, I actually moved away from Sydney for business. <laughs> However, moving away from Sydney has, has was was another realization for me. To, you know, Sydney's great. It was, my, it was where I learned a lot, learned a lot of lessons, growing up and connected with with all my people. However, detaching from Sydney and moving to Brisbane, you know, it's just, I'll be honest, it, it's a calmer energy, and and you can and you can really feel it. Like I said, I'm sensitive to energies, and even going into shops, even business meetings as well people open you know you know i'm not judging sydney you know i'm i'm just observing i suppose <laughs> there's a difference i swear <laughs> and detaching from and just being up there and I, I suppose as well i don't really know anybody up there so it's a lot of alone time as well i'm there with my main man my, my best mate though but um, i don't know anyone so i don't run into anybody in the street you know don't get me wrong i love speaking i love connecting so if you see me in the street say hello but you know being up there it's allowed me to to be a bit more peaceful and, and I realized that's my priority. That's what I want. This is what I want. I'm over the grind. I'm over, you know, <laughs> all this sort of stuff. So 
I know I even want to take another step as well. So next year I'm, I'm thinking of moving to either Burley or Byron. Eventually Byron I want to live. I know that's everyone's like, oh, it's become too touristy and stuff, but it's still my peaceful hub. My heart's still there. So I love it there. The beach, the people, the the energies, the energy, I should say. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. So that's my main goal. My main goal is comp- like my overall picture. Like, so my overall goal for my life is to live in Byron, uh, do maybe one or two speaking speaking engagements a week and do my and my writing so just keep writing so that's that if that's if you want to hear my overall goal in life that's what i want and obviously family kids yeah that's cool but for now that this is my goal in life is to is to be yeah one or two speaking engagements a week and and just do my writing because that just seems so peaceful and humble to me and just just beautiful so that's my main priority so that's my goal so that's what i said to the teacher and and the kids were smiling because they're like wow i thought you know you know, they're obviously thinking I had other goals in regards to business or, or whatever it may be. So it was it was really good to to explain that that's my priority, and that I feel that's you know everyone like I said everyone should have their their own goals, their big goals with whatever that may be in life, even if it's possession stuff. That's cool. It's it's all good, but I feel the underlying goal and the other underlying you know priority should be that peace of mind, and should be, and if that comes out of your big goal, great. You know that, that that should be priority. So after that teacher asked that question, it just you know confirmed to me. Well, I've known it for these past few months. Like I've been doing a lot of going going on a pretty cool journey myself these last few months, and that's what I want. That's my main goal. So, anyways, <laughs> that 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 was my that was my day yesterday speaking at Crookwell, and the, the messages I've received from students again, fantastic, big big. You know, it's just great to hear their these fresh young minds. You know, just hearing their openness and and just the connectedness and what they got out of the talk is just beautiful. I'm incredibly thankful to be in the position to not only speak to them but connect with them and then then be open enough to sharing their thoughts and feelings. So that was that was actually one day of the week. That was yesterday. That's how that's how eventful some of my that was only the morning, <laughs> the morning of one of my days this week. You know, so I get some I get some big moments throughout my throughout my week and I'm oh, it's it's great. I love it. Another big one. So my next book is coming out this year, towards the end of this year. And to to celebrate the launch of the book and, and to and to benefit the community, I'm holding a, a mental health event that's going to coincide with my book launch. And I'm speaking to two big name speakers in in the mental health, uh, also suicide area, mental health, suicide, and, and kindness areas. So these two big speakers that I'm speaking with and they're and they're keen. So I'm just nulling out some final details and obviously I'll speak myself. So there's gonna be three speakers on this night and it's gonna be in Sydney. So this is this has got me buzzing. I love this. I love this planning. I love this 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 uh this creative side of things and these organizational these big this big event. It's gonna be awesome. So so my book launch is my it's gonna be my book launch and a mental health event. So it's going to be huge. So I'll, more details will be coming out. So I'll keep all you listeners and, and you guys on my Insta and Facebook up to date with that. So keep your eyes and ears peeled. All right. Now to this week's this week's podcast, this week's episode, I should say. Probably about four years ago, I when I first started doing my videos and my inspirational videos, you know, it was pretty raw back then. I am still raw. I get a lot of comments, people saying how raw I am with my with my speaking, which is great. That's who I am. But back then, you know, I was just starting out fresh and I did a video on this topic, what I'm going to speak about today. However, I feel that I've learned a little bit since then, <laughs> well, I hope I have, and connected with some more people, gained some different perspectives of things and, and, and observed a lot since then. So 
that's more of an extension on that. So what I'm getting at for, for, for this week's episode. So first of all, a question. Do, do things often go wrong in your life? All right. Do things, do things go wrong for sure? Yeah, for me they do. I'm sure for sure they do for you. When these things go wrong, whatever they may be, I'll get into more detail in a second, but whenever things go wrong, is it always other people's fault? Or is it the environment's fault? Or is it the climate's fault? <laughs> or is it a gym's fault, a different gym's fault? Is it the boss's fault? Is it a co-worker's fault? Is it anybody else's fault but yours? What I'm getting at today is when they when things go things go wrong. For an example, I in my past, you know, I was overweight, really big guy, weighed nearly 130 kilos, and during this time of my life, it was probably about so I was really big probably for about six seven years. I was I was always overweight, but I was really big for about five or six six or seven years, whatever it is. And during this time, you know, I. I'd go to a gym, right, and I'd walk into a gym and it was packed. I remember going to a gym in Alexandria in Sydney when I, I'm like, I've got to, I've got, I want to lose weight. So I go, I went into this gym and it was packed, right? It was packed. There were so many people in there and I left the gym after about five minutes. I was with my dad actually. He, he came with me. I wanted a bit of support. He came with me and he goes, oh, we'll get out. I want to get out of here. I want to leave. It's too packed. We can't get a machine. So we leave. And from there, I didn't go to another gym. I blame oh, It's too busy in there. Shit. How are you supposed to train? So I didn't go to another gym. This was early on in the stage. This was probably when I was about 17. And that's when I got my biggest after that, 18, 19, 20 to about 22. I got really big. And... What I'm getting at here is after that incident, after that event, you know, walking into that gym and I was extremely busy, you know, I was really nervous going into that gym and this place was busy. There was all buff people there, some older people there as well, some hot girls there. And I was just this young, overweight, overweight kid. And I'm like, that's too busy. So I left. So what I did after that, anytime the idea of going to a gym or stuff like that, I blamed you know, how busy it was. I don't, I don't want to train us. The gyms are rubbish. So I blamed, I blamed the gym, the environment there. And I blame, you know, so that's the blame that I put on it. So it wasn't, so there was, a, there was this big excuse, I should say, for, for me wanting to join the gym. Okay. Was, no, they're too busy. They're rubbish. So it was the gym's fault. So I didn't train. So I just got bigger and bigger. So my weight I blamed on, on, on a gym being busy as well. Going for working at different jobs, you know, I worked at a handbag place. I worked at another, a few different places. And when I was at a when I was at a job, you know, I'd have I'd hate my my coworkers and hate the boss. So I'd quit. I'd leave. And I'd go to another job, and it was okay for a while. Then all of a sudden, pff, I hate my coworkers. I hate the boss. And again and again. Right. So then. 
I'd leave each job and and then talk shit about the previous one to to the new place how how bad my old job was and all of a sudden this place turned into the shit place and I'd leave that and then I'd talk shit about that one so it's just an ongoing process so what I'm getting at when these things go wrong in your life do you maybe as well run into certain people in the street all the time and oh I've got to run into this person or whatever it is and or it can be it can be anything and is it always other people's fault even with with myself getting stabbed you know stabbed twice you know and on the from the outside people are like oh, for sure it's other people's fault you know you'll stab they stabbed you and that was that's the the, the the card I played I was victim you know I was stabbed this person stabbed me his fault this other person stabbed me his fault right and from the outside in for sure, it would look like that it would seem so yeah, again, what I'm getting at, when these things go wrong or aren't up to your standard or you keep running into people or you have to, the job that you work at sucks or the, the relationship as well, being in a relationship, you know, I'd leave a relationship that, that, that you know, she was, she was terrible. I'd leave another relationship, she was negative. She was another relationship, she, was, she didn't please me sexually. I'd leave another one, she didn't do this. Again, blaming blaming the the other person, blaming the circumstance, blaming the environment, blaming the climate. Even it's too hot to train. Whatever it is, okay. So, so what I'm getting at here, if if everything is always other people's fault or other things, or other environment's fault, right? And you're blaming all these other things. Stop yourself. Stop and think. Maybe, just maybe, it's you. Maybe it's you. Because every time you look at yourself and saying, maybe it's me, right, you can take some charge. You can make some changes. If you're forever blaming other people, blaming other gyms, blaming uh, other relationships, other working conditions, tax brackets, if you're forever blaming other things, other circumstances, how the hell are you going to change them? How can you grab a new opportunity. How can you have a look, look at a different perspective of things and go, okay, maybe I should change this and maybe it might improve things. If you're playing the victim every single time and not taking responsibility, you're not going to change shit. You're going to jump from job to job, gym to gym, relationship to relationship, friend to friend, coffee shop to coffee shop, book to book, whatever it is, not taking any responsibility and blaming everything else. If you're listening to this now, rolling your eyes, saying, oh, it's bullshit, right or whatever, whatever, then this podcast is probably perfectly for you. You need this to listen to this. You need to listen to this. If you're again, if you're jumping from job to job, relationship to relationship, looking for happiness in outside sources, even, and that's not fulfilling you. Again, looking for happiness in outside sources isn't taking responsibility for your own happiness. You're, I heard a really cool thing on a podcast yesterday. You're subcontracting out your fulfillment. You're subcontracting out your happiness. You're subcontracting out your peace of mind. Meaning you're, you're not taking responsibility for your own peace of mind, your own happiness. You are giving it into somebody else's hands. And that leads to misery every single time because there's no amount of subcontracting out your fulfillment that's going to give you your fulfillment. Start taking some responsibility and you start taking some responsibility by stopping yourself in each situation and thinking, maybe it's me. Thinking that thought, maybe it's me, again, you start looking at reasons why it is you instead of other people. 
And when you start looking at reasons why it is me, that's when you'll find some reasons why it is me because every single time it is you because you're the person in that situation. You're the person with those thoughts. You're the person with that perspective. So by asking that question, you can change some shit. It is me. (laughs) I am the issue here. I am the same. I am the person that's going from job to job, right? It's not everybody else that's a pain in the ass. Don't get me wrong. There's there's people out there that are, that are pain in the ass, and there are prick bosses out there. There are prick people out there, right? But just a change in your perspective, changing and you taking some responsibility, will change your outcome. And if don't get me wrong, if you're at a shit job and you have to change, change for sure. I'm not talking about that though. I'm talking about you taking some responsibility. Going to that to that gym, as a prime example, going to that gym, it was busy for sure, it was busy. Okay, why not try a different gym? Why not try a different time? <laughs> why not try different machines? Right, but I I like I spoke in my in my previous podcast about filing away. I filed gyms as the problem. It wasn't me that I was it wasn't my fault that I was overweight. It wasn't my fault that I couldn't train. It wasn't no, okay, it was the gym's fault. That, that's fault. Going to a job, going to going to different jobs. Again, do you go to? Do you jump from job to job? Do you, I'm sure if you if you've jumped from job to job, if you have a look at your patterns, have a look at your patterns. Um, generally, it's around the same the same time that you're at a job, whether it's two years, eighteen months, whatever it is, right? Or it might, might be might be sooner for for each one, depending on how much blame you're putting on other people and how much responsibility you're putting other people for your for your for your circumstance, right? So these these certain jobs, if you're blaming blaming the job, stop and take a look. Stop, stop and and take a look. What's the what, what is the common theme here? Who's the person that's had each job? Who's the person that's feeling each emotion? Who's the person that is picking a certain job? Who is it? Maybe it's you. <laughs> it is you. Right, it when I like I said I'd be at a certain job and was, my coworker is a wanker, my boss is a prick. But if I stopped myself and thought about it, hang on a second, am I reacting? Am I am I reacting a certain way to this certain person? Is it, am I being judgmental of this certain person? Is this job? Is this boss maybe a, a really good person? But am I really being a good employee? Am I pulling my weight? Is it because I've had a bender on the weekend and I'm feeling like shit on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, okay, let's party Thursday, Friday, and then I'm feeling shit again, and so I'm not feeling good in myself, so I blame other people, or if I stop and take a look at myself, I would have realized it is me. Are you overweight? Okay, I've been through my weight loss battle, so I'm, I can be open to this because I've been there, right? And because I was overweight, like I said, I blamed gyms. I blamed, what else did I blame? I blamed gyms, I blamed... Injuries, right? I had to be blunt with myself to start making some changes with my life. I was 130 kilos, overweight, slob, and it was everybody else's fault but mine. When I started taking some responsibility, started making little changes, just little changes in my life, one of those little changes was stop eating takeaway, started packing my own lunch, took some responsibility. <laughs> Before I used to get mum to cook, make me food, I used to get just order food out, again, get, putting my, my fate, my, my health in other people's hands. It wasn't until I grabbed Okay, and grabbed my life and my health in my own hands, that's when I could start making some changes, some serious changes. I lost 50 kilos as a result from that, and I'm proud of that. None of this would have happened if I kept blaming other people. 
So who are you blaming? If you again, if you're overweight, who are you? Or if you're not happy with your body, who are you blaming? What are you blaming? Are you blaming an injury? Are you blaming a lack of? Are you blaming? You've been to one personal trainer and they're shit, so you're just blaming personal trainers now. Are you blaming a gym? You've been to one gym and shit, so you're doing. You've done a challenge. You've done an online course. Oh, I was a shit online course. I'm not doing that again. Blaming other people. Is it that? Is it a relationship? Do you find yourself in crappy relationships, or is is somebody cheating on you? Is somebody not fulfilling your needs? <laughs> again, putting your subcontracting out your fulfillment. It's not until you t- start taking some responsibility and looking after number one, you, taking some responsibility for number one, you, that's when you're going to find your partner. If you don't, at least you'll be fulfilled anyways and you won't need anybody. <laughs> Stop looking for your fulfillment in other people. Stop blaming other people for your responsibilities. So are you jumping from relationship to relationship and are you talking shit to your friends saying that it was their fault, leaving a relationship and blaming the other person, saying they did this, they did that, they're mean, they're negative, making comments on Facebook, blocking them on Facebook, getting nasty, ending ending the relationship on a sour note, and again, it's it's the other person's fault. Like I said, there's definitely assholes out there for sure, right? But until you can start taking some responsibility for for your relationships and for who you are as a person and for who you're attracting, until you because you are attracting these people into your life, and if you just constantly blame other people and not blaming your energy or your frequency that you're and why you're attracting and, and the beliefs that you have about certain relationships. Maybe it's something that happened when you were younger and you're associating that, associating that to love. If you don't take some responsibility and having a look at, at your, at your uh, having a look at your, your behaviors, you know, your behaviors if you, and why these, uh, why these certain behaviors are coming up and why they're coming up to attract this certain person. If you don't break down in every certain area of your life and, and, and become responsible for these, then again, you're going to keep attracting these certain relationships in your life. Take some responsibility. Why are you the person you are now? Why is it? Why is it? What's happened? What, what, are, your, uh, what are your dominant thoughts? What can you do to change that? Whether you have to go see someone, speak to somebody, whether you, where you have to learn some, some, some reconditioning of that subconscious mind, where you need to get in some personal development, where you need to get visualize or do some visualization or get around certain people that have great relationships and, and seeing their behaviors, asking them for advice. What do you need to do? Start taking some responsibility. Stop blaming your partner. Don't, like I said, people are assholes, but stop blaming other people. Take some responsibility. Or what, what else is it? What else is, is, is other people's fault? Right? Maybe it's you. Until, you. until you can start asking that question, again, you're going to keep blaming other people, blaming other circumstances, blaming life. And you're just going to skip, 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 blaming, 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 no responsibility, get to the end of life, and that's it. That's it. No fulfillment or lack there or lack of fulfillment, not having the fulfillment you deserve, which is unlimited. Not living up to your true potential, which again is unlimited. Not not feeling love, which should be unlimited as well. Love for yourself and obviously love from a partner. Start taking some responsibility for your life and then you can start making some changes. And two and two you can start taking some responsibility. Again, it's just gonna be skip, skip, skip. And then that's it at the end of life. Take some responsibility for your life because, guys, maybe it's you. This topic of taking some responsibility is a big one for me. Because even back in, even when I was stabbed, you know, I blamed other people. 
They stabbed me. Yeah, but taking a step back, why did they stab me? Both times I attacked them first. I attacked them. As well, I was poor. I had no money growing up. You know, I blamed the government. I blamed tax. I blamed uh, rich people. I even blamed rich, rich people. Uh, they've never worked a day in their life. They've always been rich. I, I blamed rich people. You know, it wasn't until I started taking some responsibility and realizing, you know, again, maybe it's me. I can start making some changes to better my life. And since, again, that's not about judging yourself or blaming yourself. It's just about taking some responsibility. And when taking some responsibility on board and, and, and looking at life for what it is, rather than playing the blame game, life hasn't been any better. Life just continues to get better. Anytime something pops up in my life that, that's negative, okay, what could I have done different? What, how did I attract this? And that question, that question allows you to learn. It gives you some more insight. And I can continue to learn from that. I heard something, just finishing, just finishing up. I heard something really cool. I don't know if it was on a podcast or whatever it was, but you know, we what what we see in other people and what we dislike in other people and what we judge in other people is generally a reflection of what we hate in ourselves or what we dislike in ourselves. Right. So if you're blaming other people and, and saying this person's that person or this person's done that, it's generally a reflection of yourself. Okay, of what you did, what you don't really like about yourself. So it's a great opportunity right, when when you, when you're feeling these feelings to reflect and, and see what what in this current circumstance or this this person, okay, what is it bringing up about the belief that I have about me? What is it? What is it? Like it's great to give yourself some feedback and, and be open to taking on feedback from yourself especially because you know yourself more than anybody else does. But you've got to be open-minded to your own feedback, not shut off from, from your ego, from, from, from your ego creeping in to, to tell you you're wrong, to, for ego to, telling, you know, to, to, again, just jump straight away to blaming other people. So what we see in other people and what we dislike in other people is generally a reflection of ourselves of what maybe we're scared of in ourselves, of becoming or what we're, yeah, what we already are deep down. Right, and this DVD or this DVD, gosh, show my age there, <laughs> this movie or whatever it is, right, that I watched, they also said, whenever you judge somebody or, or blame somebody else for something, you know, end it with just like me. Right, and that drops your shoulders. So, oh, that person so negative all the time just like me and by saying that it brings the the responsibility back on yourself and makes you feel like, okay i am negative too at times i'm i do be and it makes you realize okay i'm judging in this person exactly what i do as well or maybe somebody cuts you off in in the traffic what a fuck, shit driver just like me do i make mistakes driving yes i do or whatever it is. So end a judgmental statement or end end a end a blame, end an excuse with just like me. And it brings that reflection out and it brings your your self-awareness out and it brings some responsibility out. Just like me. So those two little there's two little sentences, statements there. Right? Just like me. Or maybe it's me. Those, little, those two little things there are going to bring some responsibility and some self-awareness into your week and into your life. 
Start taking some responsibility for your life, your mental health, your happiness, your fulfillment, your successes, and your love, especially. We'll thank you for it. Thank you so much again for listening to this week's episode of the Stabbed Ego Project. I'm hoping you got some enlightenment, (laughs) you gained some insight, you've written some things down that you may be able to start taking some responsibility for in your life. Just become self-aware of it this week and ongoing. Okay, the blame game. The blame game's a good start. What have you blamed for for who you are at the moment? Have a look at what you're blaming. Whenever you start uh, judging, blaming, criticizing other people, stop for a second, bring it back on you. What's it bringing up for you? What could you change? Doing that, life will open up. It'll be really something special. This life already is something special. All we have to do is drop those thoughts that tell us otherwise. Thank you again for listening to this week's episode. Get in touch on my Insta, Luke's Kennedy, L-U-K-E-S Kennedy. Podcast is obviously the Stab Ego Project. What you're listening to now, share it, leave a comment, please leave some reviews. Uh, I want to get it out there far and wide. More info coming up for my mental health and book launch event. Please keep sharing the love. I wish you all peace of mind. Thank you.